Hello and welcome to The Lone Ranger from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. With the speed of light, a cloud of dust, and a hearty Ohio Silver, the Lone Ranger. Faithful Indian companion Toto, the daring and resourceful masked rider of the plains, led the fight for law and order in the early western United States. Nowhere in the pages of history can one find a greater champion of justice. Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. From out of the past come the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse Silver. The Lone Ranger rides again. Come, Silver. One morning, the Lone Ranger and his Indian friend Tonto were preparing to break camp just south of Laredo, Texas. We'll get supplies in Laredo, Tonto, before we start for Corpus Christi. Steady, Silver. Easy. There. That cinch is tight enough. Be ready, Kimasami. Good. I'll wait at the edge of town while you... Shots come from south of here. Easy, steady, big fella. Shot easy, fella. Come on, Silver. The two men rode hurriedly down the trail. As they rounded a bend, they saw a man lying on the ground. Two riders were approaching him. But upon seeing the masked man and Indian, they quickly turned their horses and galloped in the opposite direction. Oh, oh easy, steady, big fella. Those two riders must have ambushed him, Toto. We frightened them off before they had a chance to reach him. He seriously hurt Toto. Him look like army scout. Him conscious. And try to talk. 
gotta go on. I have to reach Brownsville before it's too late. Easy, fella, easy. We'll do what we can to help you. That mask. You were friends. We heard the shots and came to investigate. Ah. Wait. Masked man, an Indian. You, you ride a white stallion. Yes, he's standing over there. Here's Silver. He'll call him Silver. You're the Lone Ranger. That's right. I gotta go. Oh, you're badly wounded. I know. I, I'm done for. I can trust you to get the dispatch through. Dispatch? Yes, to Brownsville. It's in my pocket. You'd better read it. All right. Let me see. To Regimental Commander, Confederate Troops, Brownsville. General Lee surrendered to General Grant on April 9th. General Johnson surrendered the southern segment of the Confederate Army to General Sherman on April 26th. The war is officially ended. Return with your troops to Fort McIntosh at once. They will be mustered out of the service. Colonel Salford, Commandant. Mm, that heap big news. War over. Yes. Once more, America will be a united nation. That dispatch must go through. Scouts brought word. Union troops sailed from New Orleans. Expect to land soon on coast near Brownsville. They don't know war's ended. That means there'll be a needless battle. Yes. You must get there with dispatch before battle starts. They were... <coughs> we'll take the dispatch and try to get there in time. But the men who shot you... Must have followed me. He knew my mission. Wanted to stop me. Don't know why I... Yes, poor fellow. Well, Tonto, we'll bury him and start for Brownsville. Many lives will be needlessly lost unless we get there in time to stop the battle. Why do you think men not want dispatch get through? I don't know. But we'll have to be on guard all the way. All right, let's get busy, Tonto. Ah. Later, the Lone Ranger and Tonto headed south, determined to reach Brownsville before the Union troops landed and engaged the southern soldiers in battle. Brownsville, located at the extreme southwest corner of the United States, near the mouth of the Rio Grande River, was still some distance away. That afternoon, a heavy storm broke as the two men followed the river trail. It's difficult traveling in this storm, Tonto. It seems to be getting worse. On that right. Oh, steady boy. Easy. Storm. Plenty bad. Kemosabe. We'll take shelter in the cabin just ahead. It seems deserted. Come on, Silver. Get off scout. The masked man and Indian sheltered their horses in a lean-to behind the cabin. Then they went inside to wait for the storm to abate. The heat inside was oppressive, and Tonto went to open a window. Kimasabi, you look quick. Clouds, plenty black and low. Strange funnel on edge of cloud. Drop to earth. Hello, that's a tornado. Get on one of the bunks, quick. Uh -huh. Within seconds, the tornado struck and passed. 
The cabin roof blew off and the glass in the windows literally exploded outward. The Lone Ranger was the first to crawl from under the debris-covered bunk. Toto! Toto! Let me help you. There. We're both slightly bruised, but we're fortunate. Silver and Scout, they may be badly hurt. Come on. Silver and Scout, thoroughly frightened by the tornado, whinnied with fear and tugged at the ropes, which fortunately held them securely. The Lone Ranger anxiously looked them over and calmed them. Easy, easy, fella. Easy, Silver. Steady, 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 Easy. Steady. Lean to go away. Let them not seem hurt. Thank heaven for that. We'd stayed on the trail. It might have been fatal for all of us. Ah, big wind that come like big snake. Plenty mean. A man is helpless against a tornado. One never knows what to expect. Oh, that's right. The trails will be littered and the going rough. But we must get through, Toto. Storm letting, letting up now. Yes, we're mountain going. Easy, steady, big fella. Easy, fella. Come Silver. Let him up, Scout. Because of the storm damage along the trail, which at times was almost impassable, the Lone Ranger and Tonto made slow progress. When darkness fell, they made camp to rest the horses and wait for the moon to rise. Meanwhile, in a small town some distance nearer Brownsville, two men sat at a table in the cafe. One of them was dressed as an army scout. As soon as I heard the news at the fort, Blackie, I sneaked away to find you and tell you about it. I figured it was our big chance to grab a lot of loot. That was good figuring, Sam. My idea was to keep the courier with the news from getting to Brownsville. Of course, I didn't expect that masked man and Indian to come riding along when they did. I sure hope the courier was dead when they got to him. That wouldn't make any difference. I recognize those two as the hombres who helped the law. If they search the courier and find that dispatch... They'll head for Brownsville to prevent the expected battle I told you about. Well, we've made good time. They must have run into that heavy storm that we just missed. So we're some distance ahead of them. Yeah. After the moon comes up, we'll go on tonight. Of course, I still think we ought to wait and watch the trail for them so as we could ambush them when they come along. No, 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 no. Better for us to get down there as fast as we can. I'll send a couple of men to watch for them outside of Brownsville, I want to get those renegades together and make our plans. Oh, how you figure on working? Well, what you heard, ships are bringing Union troops to land on the coast down there. When they're sighted moving in, the Confederate soldiers will head for the beach with every available man in town. And while they're fighting, we'll move into town, loot it, then beat it across the border. It ought to be easy with a dozen men. We'll clean out the town. Yeah, but remember... The main thing is to make sure that word doesn't come through about the war being over. That's right. And the only ones who bring the word are the masked man and Indian. And I'll see to it that they don't reach Brownsville. Wait, wait. I have an idea of how to delay them. How? I'll go to the local sheriff. He'll recognize me as an army scout by my clothes. I'll tell him I was waylaid north of here by a masked man and Indian. Go on. I'll say they took a sealed dispatch I was carrying south. So they must be working for spies. I escaped and kept going because I'd memorized the message. Yeah, but I don't Oh, wait, listen. I... I'll ask him to take his men out and watch the trail for those two hombres. Then hold the masked man and Indian till the army sends for him. Yeah. Yeah, that ought to delay those two. 
But I'll still have a couple of men watching for him near Brownsville in case they get by the sheriff. Now, you go on over and tell the sheriff your story. I'll meet you out front in ten minutes. Right. <laughs> Maybe that masked man will find out there are others around Texas just as smart as he is. Sam went to the sheriff and gave a convincing story about the masked man and Indian. Then he and Blackie hurriedly left town and headed for Brownsville. Dawn had broken when the Lone Ranger and Tonto rode the trail outside of the town where the two crooks had stopped. As they approached some large boulders, a shot rang out. Stop your horses and reach both of you. Oh, scout. Open I. Do as he says, Tonto. Ah. Yeah. These are the two Al Hoochie Army Scout told us about. What's this all about? You know without asking. I want the dispatch you stole from an Army Scout last evening. And we're taking you both to jail and holding you. The Army sends for you. They're working for spies. Sure, they ought to be snug up. We're not outlaws or spies, Sheriff. We do carry a very important dispatch that must get through to Brownsville. You can cover it, men. I'll take their guns and get the dispatch. You make one move while I'm searching you, my men will blast you right out of your saddles. The curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger adventure. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments. to continue. The Lone Ranger and Tonto sat with hands raised as the sheriff moved closer to take their guns and get the important dispatch. The sheriff's men had formed a semicircle before them and were ready to shoot. First, the sheriff took their guns. I'll handle with the dispatch. Many lives depend upon that dispatch. Reach into my pocket and get a letter you'll find there and read it. Here, that masked man's trying some trick. It's no trick. Your men have us covered. We'd be fools to attempt to try anything. Yes, I reckon you're right. I'll see if there is a letter. 
Read it, Sheriff. Let's see. Great day, man. This is a letter signed by the governor, saying this masked man and engine helped the law. Say, mister, what's the engine's name? Toto. What do you call the white stallion? Silver. Uh-huh. And I can see you carry silver bullets. What's this all about, Sheriff? Yeah, we don't have it. Men, this hombre is a lone ranger. But I don't get it. Last night, an army scout came to my office and said you stole a dispatch and to grab you. I was to hold a dispatch and put you in jail. I can explain it, Sheriff. Quickly, the Lone Ranger told the Sheriff what had happened and disclosed the contents of the dispatch. The Sheriff and the men immediately became excited. You mean the war is really over? Well, that's right. I wonder if that dispatch don't get through in time. A lot of soldiers on both sides will die. Hey, here are your guns. And here's a dispatch. Mister, if anyone can get through, you can. Oh, thanks. Toto and I will go on now. Adios, Sheriff. You and your men can carry the news to town. Monsieur! Adios, It was after dusk a few days later when a scout hurriedly entered the headquarters of the Confederate commander at Brownsville. The sergeant tells me you bring important news. That's right, sir. I've just come from the coast. Several naval vessels were sighted late this afternoon. Union vessels, sir. They're headed toward the coast. <laughs> they must be planning to make a landing of troops. That's what we think, sir. I'll give orders at once for the regiment to repulse the landing. We'll fight to the last man to keep them from taking Brownsville. That evening, on board the flagship, the Admiral spoke to the captain of the vessel. Well, Captain, we've arrived off the coast beyond Brownsville. We'll remain at anchor here until dawn. Then, under cover of your guns, we'll begin landing the troops. You expect to meet resistance, sir? No doubt the fleet has been sighted and its arrival reported to the commander of the Confederate soldiers at Brownsville. We must admit they're brave men and good fighters. They'll do everything to repulse the land. If that succeeds, to engage us in battle near the coast. I assure you, Admiral, my loyalty is unquestionable. But I've never had much liking for this war. I never expected it would last all these years. After all, Captain, we've been fighting a gallant foe. Americans, like we are. And as such, just as determined. Frankly, I don't look forward to the battle that's sure to come in the morning. But I must follow orders. My task ends when the Major and his troops are landed. The High Command hopes that if Brownsville is taken, it may hasten the war's end by cutting off supplies that have been sent from Mexico and Panama to Brownsville for the Confederate Army. Yes, sir. Many men on both sides will die tomorrow in line of duty. But we must succeed in our mission. Before dawn the following morning, in the faint flush that preceded the sunrise, the Lone Ranger and Tonto approached Brownsville. The morning breeze blew toward them as they rode along the trail. They were approaching a turn when the great horse Silver caught the scent of men and horses. He slackened his pace and abruptly came to a stop. Easy, Silver. Easy, boy. Easy. Oh, Scott. Oh, Tonto. 
Silver seems to be warning us of danger ahead. Isn't that right? The men who shot the courier, and who must have been the ones who tried to get the sheriff to stop us, may have planned an ambush. Ah. We'll dismount and leave the horses here. Then we'll move through the woods on foot and find out if there's anyone waiting ahead. All right, let's go. Easy ah. steady, be full up. The two men dismounted, then went forward through the brush and trees to investigate. In gully. Two men watching the trail. Ah. We'll take them by surprise and find out what it's all about. Come on. In the gully, two rough-looking men waited and watched the trail. This is the second day Blackie's had the trail watch for a masked man, an Indian. I'm wondering if there are two such hombres, Max. Blackie said we were to watch in case they escaped from the sheriff north of here. He did not say they would come for sure, Senor Goss. But it's better to take precautions, no? I suppose so. He said we were to wait till we heard the sound of a battle, then for us to go back and join the gang. Uh, it's a good idea to raid the town while the battle goes on. But if that masked man and Indian got through, there might not be a battle. I reckon they're locked up north of here. We'll wait anyway. Reach! Stop your guns and don't turn around. Caramba, someone has sneak up behind us. I'll turn quick and fire. Drop the gun! No! All right, Tonto, take the Mexican's gun. Pick up the one that was dropped. I'll keep them covered. Let me get them. He's a masked man, an Indian. They they tricked us. We have guns. Who sent you? Why are you here? Speak up! Don't shoot, senor. You'll die if you don't tell what's going on. Max, keep Quiet. Senor Blackie does not care if we die, Goss. Talk, Court. Say easy, Senor. Senor Blackie sent us. It is his gang that will raid the town of Brownsville when the battle starts on the coast. So that's it. All right, Tonto, we'll tie these crooks. The two crooks were quickly tied hand and foot, and Tonto bandaged Gus's wounded arm. Then the Lone Ranger said, We'll have to leave them here until they're sent for. You must have that big guns. Them start battle. Warship guns, Tonto. The troops from the ships will soon land. We must get there quickly. Come on, we'll get our horses. The Lone Ranger and Tonto hurriedly mounted and raced along the trail. They took a shortcut that avoided the town and went straight toward the Gulf Coast. Before long, they topped a rise and saw the ships anchored in the bay. Small boats moved over the water toward the shore. Off to the right toward Brownsville, they saw mounted troops riding toward the beach. Troopers ride to beach to stop landing. We must get this dispatch to them. Then shoot at this, maybe. Hold over. Hold oh, easy, steady. Hello. We must have something white to carry the flag of truce. Look down there, Kim Sabi. Near Fisherman's Shack. Small sail, bleaching in the sun. We'll cut a square from that and attach it to a short pole. Come on, Silver. Come on, Silver. The fisherman's shack, the masked man and Indian, quickly fashioned a crude flag of truce. Then, holding it aloft to flutter in the breeze, the Lone Ranger and Tonto once more moved forward at a gallop. On the bridge of the flagship, the Admiral stood watching through a telescope. Boats are nearing the shore, sir. There come the Confederate troops to meet them. Yes, I... Captain, two riders, one of them seems to be masked, has ridden between the mounted troops and the shore. The masked man carries a white flag. It may be a trick. No, no, the foe wouldn't resort to anything like that. Cease firing. 
I'm going ashore to find out what's going on. The colonel of the Confederate troops riding ahead of his men also saw the Lone Ranger and Tonto, bearing the truce flag, move between the regiment and the oncoming boats. Those two riders, they carry a white flag. The ship's guns are ceased fire. What do you make of it, sir? I don't know. But if the Union men honor that truce flag, we'll do the same. Signal the regiment to halt. My aides and I'll ride down there and find out what this is all about. Come on, get oh, up there. Get up. When the colonel and his aides approached the masked man and Indian, they held drawn guns. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, you two are covered. Now, explain the meaning of this. Why did you, a masked man, and this Indian... Uh, just a minute, colonel. Read this dispatch, please. That the Confederate Army had... Great day. Now, this is almost unbelievable. The war has been officially over for some days. What's that, sir? The Confederate High Command has surrendered. Colonel, sir. Here comes an admiral from the fleet. He has a surprise coming. Gentlemen, came here respecting this truce flag. But I assure well, I you... I saw it, Admiral. What? I don't... I surrender to you as one of higher ranks, sir. I'll order my men to surrender their arms at once. This is amazing. Read this dispatch, sir. The amazed admiral read the official dispatch. His eyes were misty as he looked up and said, Colonel, I dread to think of the outcome, the suffering and loss of life. We hadn't received this dispatch in time. We have the mass man to thank for that, sir. You and your men were gallant foes. True Americans. I... I'm glad the war is over. So am I. Of course, we don't know what the result will be for us. Uh, Colonel, I'm sure President Lincoln will want nothing more than to have you and the fine men of the South go to their homes and pick up where they left off. The United States is once more a united nation. That's right. There's something else, sir. Quickly, the Lone Ranger told of Blackie and his gang. He told of their plans to sack the town. Then the Admiral spoke. Colonel, keep your sword for the time being. What? Take your men back to Brownsville and capture those bandits. I'll follow and meet you there later. Very well, sir. We'll go at once. Easy, send it, big fellow. I'll allow ride with you, Colonel. Good. Get up there. Montsilver! Later, the soldiers captured Blackie and his men and picked up the two crooks who had tried to ambush the Lone Ranger and Tonto. At Army headquarters, the Admiral accepted the Colonel's sword in surrender. Then the Lone Ranger spoke. I feel that the years will bring back the close relationship among our peoples, Admiral. War is a terrible, but at times a necessary evil. I'm glad it has ended. So am I. Well, my friend is waiting outside. Someday I hope to meet both of you again. Adios, Colonel. Adios, Admiral. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye, sir. Colonel, we fought on opposite sides. But I'm sure you're as glad as I... We were prevented from meeting in battle a while ago. That masked man is due our heartfelt thanks. I wonder who he is. I'll learn from the captured outlaws, Admiral, that he's an outstanding American who was trusted by the high command on both sides during the unfortunate struggle. He's known as the Lone Ranger. I'll kill the boy! <laughs> 
This is a feature of the Lone Ranger Incorporated, created by George W. Trendle, produced by Trendle Campbell Muir Incorporated, directed by Charles D. Livingston, and edited by Fran Stryker. The part of the Lone Ranger is played by Brace Beamer. Uh-huh.